the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KYCR Golden Valley. We think that listening with our app is a great investment of your time. Download it free today. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Shoppers have been weighed down by inflation lately. That doesn't mean they're not turning out for what is now a five-day Black Friday weekend event. It is still one of the most popular shopping events. Catherine Cullen with the National Retail Federation says early deals and online shopping have altered the state of Black Friday. In the past, it was more of the kickoff to the shopping season. Now it's more of the halfway point. But the crowds were out at the Lakeside Shopping Center in New Orleans, and Alicia Raymond was focused. I'm going to Victoria's Secret. I'm going to Bath and Body Works. I just got a new grain baby, so I'm going grain baby shopping as well. Colin says it could be the busiest Black Friday weekend in five years. That is correspondent Ben Thomas reporting. More of these stories at srnews.com. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from The Biz 1440 and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for just $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. Call The Biz 1440 today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is a globe whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. Don't you hate it when the phone, the watch, the smart watch, dumbly taps you on the wrist just at the moment you're starting to talk? I hate it. Anyway, um, good to be with you. Thanksgiving weekend here on the King Banyan Show. 
and we're delighted to that you would uh, choose to spend some time with us. Hopefully you spent time with your family, and maybe you've spent too much time with your family, so you're hiding somewhere, and thank you for choosing choosing us to uh, provide you with your information uh, from your hidey hole. Um, and <laughs> I, I know it's to the point where I... I we're almost done with all the Thanksgiving activities. Um, I often I, I I describe this to people as as you know we we believe we have lots to be thankful for. I was reading uh, the uh, the uh, uh, tweet the Twitter feed of uh, the fellow that runs the Kiev School of Economics. Um, you pretty much have to be living in a hidey hole to not know that uh, currently. Russia's uh, tactics in its uh, war against Ukraine now uh, have uh, turned to destroying civilian infrastructure. So many people in Ukraine are living without heat, without electricity, uh, sometimes even without running water. Um, and and so it's been a very, very, very tough time there. And uh, reading this and thinking to myself, thinking to myself, you know, wow. I am very glad to be be here. I've been in Kiev for uh, for a Thanksgiving, and my daughter is currently in Denmark, and where you know it was Thursday. It was just another day uh, for her. She didn't she didn't really have a Thanksgiving celebration. But as I was just telling uh, as I was just telling Daniel and our our new uh, producer in training, Spencer, uh, welcome Spencer to uh, the show. Uh, that. Um, you know, we're expecting her back here in a few weeks, so we'll be having Christmas and that. So anyway, our Thanksgiving has always been like this, where where we take we take people who we know would be home alone otherwise. Because I've experienced home alone for Thanksgiving. I arrived in Ukraine in 95, the weekend before Thanksgiving, because um, that's when the job called for me to be there. And... I was had been away from my family. My the daughter that I just mentioned was was a toddler at the time, and and yeah. I get, anyway, I arrived there, and so I I eventually had somebody invite me to their home for Thanksgiving. They had known me for all of seventy two hours, but they said, you know what, you're you're an American, you're in a foreign country that's a little strange. Um, Kiev in nineteen ninety five wasn't being wasn't at war. But it was a place that that had just experienced hyperinflation of over ten thousand percent in nineteen ninety three and was economically deprived in ways that would take me a long time to to describe for you. Maybe someday we'll do that. Um, I spent a year there uh, back then, and it's always been my my thought that you 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 sort of have to figure out ways to give back to this. So some years later, we were affiliated with a church, and we. We have done dinners with the people from that church ever since. Um, some of the, the ones on Thursday are the ones that, frankly, have no place else to go. That If we think somebody's home alone on Thanksgiving, we just tell them, come along, and we just get it. We don't cook. I think I'm a fine cook, but my my, my wife is, is like, yeah, but you're a terribly sloppy cook. Everything's everywhere, and we're not going to do that. And my wife has no desire to make a Thanksgiving dinner shouldn't have to so we just take people out for thanksgiving dinner a uh, little tough during covid we actually we actually went out and bought take out thanksgiving meals and drop them at people's doors that that's what we do and then this year for the first time in a, in a while uh we were able to get people back together from that church and always on friday night we have thanksgiving so i'm suffering from two waves of tryptophan um, not just one. Uh, I actually think I took it fairly easy last night because I knew I was doing the show today. But it's always, it's always been great to do this, and it's sort of a tradition on Thanksgiving weekend. I always like to do the show if my, if the producer or producers in today's case are able to make it and willing to come out. So we thank them for taking time away and coming over here and and working. At, you know. They have choices. They they could they could choose to, particularly in this labor market. Are you kidding? There are lots of choices they can make, but they're choosing to spend that time with us. So we thank them for that. And I thank you for making that choice to listen to us on on the show today, um, at least for a little while. If you're listening to us on the podcast, 
doesn't matter as well, but I will encourage you for this. Re- I'm encouraging you to mention the podcast now for this reason. TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com is, of course, the website for the Biz 1440. We ask you to look at that. Become a member of the VIP club because if you do that, you get access to all of our all of our archives from the, of the podcast going back, gosh knows how many years. I don't think I've actually tried to scroll all the way to the bottom. I will. I say that because if you go back about two weeks ago, I think Daniel was uh, Marion Tupi. and I have to tell you, it's one of the most enjoyable thirty minutes I have ever spent on a radio program. Um, I think the world of the research that they're doing, the Simon Abundance, Abundance Index, their their book Super Abundance, which I highly recommend. It will be my one of my three recommended books for you at the end of the year. I'm going to give one away now. Super Abundance uh, um, by uh, oh, and I'm forgetting his co-author, but Marion Tupi and and I want to say Cooley is the name of the other fellow, or Pooley maybe. Um, it, it, in it's just a fabulous book, but it's trying to tell you how abundant everything is in the world and that that we should be living with gratitude in the fact that, that we live in a place that's abundant, which frankly at the time of the founding of this uh, founding of this country wasn't true. I mean, the original Thanksgiving was, was a Thanksgiving for the delay of famine and death because you had had a successful harvest. And if you think about the world you live in now, and, and, and it reminded me by reading uh, uh, Dr. Timofeyev's uh, um, Twitter feed from, from Kiev over the last 24 hours, <clears throat> it's all I could get through. And it was just, it's just because he's trying to tell people, here's what's going on right now. I will, I will find a copy. I, I'll find his Twitter feed and send it to you on, the, on, the, uh, on, the, on our Twitter feed using the hashtag pound KBRS during the break. I encourage you to, if you want to know what's going on there, I think what he's doing is remarkable, but it's very, he's walking you through the mundane of what it's like to live in a place which is being bombed out of its electricity, out of its heat, out of its water, trying to break the will of the citizenry of this country. And, you know, and, and, and I say, so I say to people, if you, don't think you are living in abundance and in the grace of God. Uh, shake yourself because you're not there. <laughs> you're not where those people are, and yet they have fantastic spirit. Um, I, I encourage you to listen to Tupi's work uh, again. I'll tweet it at the break because it is that that sense of abundance and so forth. So uh, we're going to do the show a little bit differently. I. I Last week, if, again, if you go listen to the podcast, got to sign up for the VIP club to get the, get get into the archives. Go listen to last week's hour with Chase Larson. Uh, we spent some time listening to Chase talk about crypto. I know Daniel and I at the end of the show were like, "Wow, that was a great hour." And then I got comments from some of you used from Twitter. And, and so forth, saying, well, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask? Don't you, do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? Isn't crypto a scam? And, and, and so forth. I have been fairly um, reticent to talk too much about crypto because I don't feel like I know enough. Yet, I will say, I will say as well, I think I know what a bank run looks like. And to me, FTX is a bank run. It's it's another bank run like any other bank run. It has all the classic classic traces of bank run, including the the attempt by the people whose bank got got uh, hammered um, to try to say we are innocent victims. Indeed, <clears throat> I don't know who got to the uh, Wall Street Journal, but above the fold in yesterday's paper, I've got I've got bunches of papers here at the at the office here this morning um ftx's collapse wiped out founders philanthropic aims really oh that's fantastic that's so sad the poor guy that's so sad what about the aims of the people that put their crypto into his exchange 
kind of wiped out their aims too, didn't it? Yeah, there may have been some sophisticated people that just put a little bit in. Maybe they got out early. Didn't ruin them all. But there's a substantial number of people who had significant sums of money that they had trusted onto that exchange. Their aims were wiped out. Who's, you know, am I really supposed to feel bad for the philanthropies that will no longer get money that uh, Mr. Bankman Freed uh, was defrauding people out of? Because... It, and, and you might argue, well, it was really fraud. They just didn't read the fine print. It's on, the, it's on them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Probably not. Anyway, lots of things to be thankful for. We'll talk about we'll talk about this a little more. Uh, we got some clips uh, getting people ready for the, the, the coming of the Fed, which will be here in about two and a half weeks' time. So we're getting to the point where they have to they have to go into their quiet phase again. Uh, in in about a week from now, but uh, we'll have some clips of them as well, uh, and things to be things to be thankful for, part two. But we're going to talk about all that here today on the King Banyan Show, on the Biz fourteen forty. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance, and you better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the fresh start initiative one of the biggest breaks that the irs has ever offered if you qualify you could save thousands optima's resolved over one billion dollars of tax debt for their clients a plus rated with the better business bureau they'll fight to get you the best deal possible call optima now for a free consultation call 800-965-1433 800-965-1433 optima tax relief some restrictions apply for complete details please visit optimataxrelief.com well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Sloan Martin, Mike Gold Jr., your team for college football Saturday night, powered by Learfield. Week 13, we're in Fort Worth. Can TCU stay undefeated against Iowa State? Four undefeateds will enter the weekend. At least one will exit. Will TCU manage to find their way into conference championship weekend undefeated? You won't want to miss it. Saturday nights are meant to be fun. Catch us right here Saturday at 3 on your home for college football Saturday night, powered by Learfield. Catch all the action at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Biz 1440. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. I guess I should be careful what I ask for. 
I tried to get them to get the heat up in here, and they finally uh, fixed the heater. I shout out to the people in our physical plant here at St. Cloud State. They did a great job of uh, the entire heating system in this wing was kind of a mess. And um, in the course of about a week and a half, they diagnosed the problem and uh, and fixed it. <laughs> and and the at the end, what were they using to fix it? WD-40. Okay? It's just like... It's like one step up from duct tape. <laughs> That's wonderful. Anyway, um, the downside of that, the heat is on in here, and it is so dry. My throat was just just ripped by the end of that last segment. Thankfully, so I went and grabbed some water to go along with the coffee, so I can um, I can um, manage both the uh, flow of. Um, the flow of my uh, uh, coffee and the flow of my coffee. I can flow my caffeine. I can keep track of my uh, keep track of my uh, 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 lubrication of the throat. We got it all working. We'll be just fine here. Be thankful for that too. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. And recall your questions and comments on this holiday weekend. Uh, thank thank you for doing it. You, people wonder why do you do this weekend? I'm always happy to do a weekend where where one of my themes can be gratitude. I am always happy for that. Uh, so that's one thing. And the other thing is, it just turns out all the holidays line up. So Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are on a Saturday. But you know, right now we are not doing Christmas Eve. That will be best of. We will not be here for that. We will be here for New Year's Eve. I love doing a New Year's Eve show too, uh, so we'll do that. And then, and then uh, the annual January trip to hit the little white ball will be uh, will be enforced. So we'll be missing a week there. So I don't want you to miss me too much. I don't want you to get in the habit of, you know, maybe changing the channel, going someplace else. No, 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 my friend, don't do that. The Biz fourteen forty is where you need to be. Uh, again, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So typically, if you're new to the show because it's a holiday and you just happen to trip upon us, what do we do here? We got a new producer. What do you do here? Well, first thing we usually do is we give you the economic news of the week. But on a holiday week, there isn't a whole lot of news to report, but there is some. And the news of the week was actually pretty positive, and leads us to conclude that. The fourth quarter GDP numbers, which we won't get reported till the end of January, um, but those numbers are likely to say that GDP expanded again by more than a few percent, maybe maybe three, maybe even a little bit more. Some of the forecasts are coming in at four percent, which I think is a little too optimistic. But a two and a half to three percent report on GDP for the fourth quarter would not be a surprise. It might end up making the December to December, December twenty one to December twenty two, GDP uh, number positive on the year, which puts another dent in the story that we are in a recession. Or I actually heard someone use the term uh, double. Uh, Jeremy Siegel, in fact, from from the Wharton School at Penn, say. Well, we're coming up on the second leg of a double dip recession. I'm like, I'm. Can you talk to me about the first leg? You know, because I I understand what the you know we've had that talk, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that much further. But you but you get you know what I mean. It, there is a there's a fair amount of questioning about whether or not uh, GDP has been in fact whether whether or not a recession had started and stopped, or has there been no recession at all? Are we in a recession now? But anyway, let's tick through some of that information very quickly. Okay. The Chicago Fed National Activity Index for October gets reported late. It is a nice summary. It's a a collection. It's an attempt to take all the different indicators and create one indicator to contain them all. That actually came in negative at 0.05% versus a positive 0.17 in September. That was the one number that I saw that was fairly negative. But here's what happened on Wednesday. Durable goods was expected to, had been up three-tenths of percent in September. The street expectation was for a half percent gain in durable goods orders. In fact, it was up a full one percent. 
core capital equipment orders had been up had been down eight tenths percent in September, largely thinking interest rates were causing an issue, positive point seven percent in October. So that number came in fairly fairly well. Um, consumer sentiment came in above the expectation at at fifty six point eight versus a fifty four point nine expectation. Last was fifty four point seven. New home sales. That one was was a was significant was significant in that an upside uh, due to a rebound in in purchasing activity down south. Um, what I what we think probably happened was Hurricane Ian, which blew through the southeast in September, probably depressed home sales in September. And what we thought was the impact of interest rates might have just been the impact of weather. And so that number, that number, you know, and so, you know, you listen to the previous show, the real estate chalk talk folks, and and yes, higher interest rates are decreasing the amount of house you can buy. It's decreasing, it's decreasing uh, payments as well. Um, If you assume a 20% if you assume a 20% down payment on a house, the change in the monthly payments you would have to make for a median-priced new home on a 30-year mortgage is now up 87% since the end of last year. Houses are tremendously less affordable. That's certainly true. Um Mortgage rates are beginning to come down a little bit in some parts of the market. I'm not, you know, my thought was they might even touch eight at one time. Not currently. Not currently at all. But clearly the housing market has has turned around. But this number was a positive surprise uh, on new single family homes sold. uh, And and good good news for the market. Go back to durable goods, up 1% in October, um, up virtually across the board. Uh, a big one that was up was commercial aircraft orders. And so typically we like to take those out because they're lumpy, right? When, when an airline buys five or seven new planes, that skews the number in one direction or another. And if there's no flow, if no... If no planes get sold in a single month, which happens a few months of the year, then the headline number looks weak. So you typically pull out that you typically pull that part out uh, so that you can get to a core number, and that core it was up five tenths percent, which uh, which was you know well above the expectation on the street for core uh, capital goods was flat. Um, so. So that was that was a very positive increase. That is what's driving the GDP estimates to be a little bit stronger and in my mind at least making it very likely that if we get a November that looks like October and there seems no evidence to me that November is going to be materially weaker except maybe on that that new home sale number because that looks like a one off some built-up demand from September that was postponed because of the hurricane came in in October. Because of that, I personally do not see that there's any reason to believe that the economy is slowing down very much. We will get, of course, numbers, like I said, fourth quarter GDP numbers won't be there till October, but this Friday, of course, it's going to be the November employment report. We'll do job Saturday next week. That'll be that'll be a big deal. Um, that'll give us the beginning of our look at at November. Uh, I expect that number to be fairly significant. Uh, we again we were around two fifty last time. I think two fifty something between two fifty and three hundred this time would make sense, given where we're going. Um, I think some of the in- and, and I think the labor force numbers, which were weak uh, in September, in October, were one-off things as well that may that that will probably reverse in November. So I actually 
I actually don't think the unemployment rate is going to tick down, but it's going to not tick down because we had more <clears throat> people enter the labor force um, at that time. Um, I think I think you're, that means, though, that you're still with an inflation rate that is stuck around 4, 4.5 to 5% at its base level. I don't see it dropping below 4% sometime in the first half of 20, 2023. And I think that makes it highly unlikely that the Fed can keep the interest rate down below 4%, below 5%, because they have to get on top of the current inflation rate in order to have some downward pressure on it. They have to get that rate above it. Remember, the Fed funds rate is now 35 to 4%. What does the Fed think about that? And how is it thinking about that? And what way to do going forward? Well, we got a couple clips for you, and I've got a bit of a, and I've got a bit of a, a, a news report, some news reporting. I want to read you a, a, a speech by uh, President Daly from the San Francisco Fed. I, I think the market's not yet correctly understood what it is the Fed wants. I think the Fed's going to go above five percent. I think that's what they're thinking as well. And yet somehow I think people believe that they're not going to be given an interest rate that high. But we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening to us today. I've tweeted uh, uh, Timothy uh, Milovanov's uh, feed. He's the president of the Kiev School of Economics. I just really encourage you to uh, give that a look. There's a way to donate money to help them. I mean, right now, I think the crying need there is generators for both uh, light and electric heat. And uh, anything you can do to make that happen uh, would be greatly appreciated. Um, 651-289-4477 on this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, and glad to be with you with you on this um, to, on this day. So as I mentioned in the previous segment, I think the economy is doing, it actually had a week of fairly strong news, and yet many people in the markets are reacting as if the Fed is about to stop or at least cut very quickly the increase in interest rates that have been going on out there. Um, uh, I would say president and governor after president and governor of the Federal Reserve have been trying to tell people, hold on now, we probably do need to do we probably do need to watch it. Now, if you're a frequent listener of the King Banyan show, you're familiar with many of the characters and sort of their hawk versus dove leanings vis-a-vis inflation. Um, even the more dovish of them have been been a little more a, a little more hawkish of the of late but what was really interesting was this week we had somebody on who's considered to be more and when i say hawk for those of you that are new to the show or not used to doing fed policy a hawk typically means someone who is more inflation averse who thinking about whether or not they wanted to fight an inflation goal or a growth slash unemployment goal would be a hundred percent four square on inflation um and one of those would be uh loretta mester she is the she is the president of the federal reserve bank in cleveland um and she was on cnbc on monday and was being asked you know hey the market seems to be kind of thinking you guys are going to slow down the increases and and she had some interesting comments let's let's play these uh, particularly the 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 last of these three are super interesting is really super interesting but the first one kind of is what they've been mostly saying to themselves cut number one please i think we're entering a period now where fed policy the funds rate is just at uh entering a restrictive stance so that's the way I like to think about it. We moved rates up very expeditiously. I mean, we did four 75 basis point raises in a row. Um, we're up 375 basis points on the year. And right now we're at a point where we're going to enter, enter a restrictive stance of policy. And at that point, I think it makes sense that we can slow down a bit um, the rate of pace or the pace of increases. We're still going to have to raise sure. the funds rate. Um, but but we're at a reasonable point now where we can then sort of now be very deliberate um, in setting monetary policy to get back to price stability and be more judicious in balancing the risk so as to minimize the pain of that journey back to price stability. And so that's how I see the next phase of policy. So you heard her twice say we're just getting to restrictive. And that's an important point to understand. So. One of the things we need to know about what the Fed is doing is what do they think is the interest rate that the Fed funds rate should be when we are at a neutral point? And to me, it's a function of two things. It's a function of what do you think the underlying inflation rate is? And it's a function of what you think the underlying real rate of interest should be. Now, real rate is one of those words that an economist uses that... That for us, it's, you know, yeah, it's the real rate. And and everyone's like, well, is the other one a fake rate? No, the other one's the nominal rate. So an, uh, an interest rate has, actually has three parts, but I'm only going to talk about two of them. The third one is a risk premium, and I'm, I'm going to ignore that because we're talking about treasury securities or very, very liquid 
and very, very unprone to or 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 unsusceptible to default risk. Okay, so there's a risk premium, and I'm going to set that aside. The other two pieces are a piece that compensates you for inflation, and then a rate that compensates you for the loss of use of your money for the length of time of the loan. That is what we call the real rate. Okay, it it is um, my often my way to do this, and it no longer works because no one watches Popeye the Sailor Man anymore. But for those of you old enough to remember Popeye, I always would rely on the phrase that Wimpy would use. May I borrow a cheeseburger from you today, which for which I will gladly repay you on Tuesday? And the question is, what are you going to repay? Are you going to repay them the cheeseburger? Or are you going to turn around and say, here, give me a cheeseburger today, and I'll give you a cheeseburger on Tuesday? Well, I don't get to have that cheeseburger for one, two, three days. I might like a little something for delaying my gratification, my desire to have a cheeseburger over those three days. What's the real rate? Okay, so, anyway, that that aside, the Fed's been having a having an, a discussion, not an argument so much, but a discussion to figure out what is that real rate of interest? What is the willing, what does it get me to give up the use of my money over a period of time? For the longest times, we used to say the real rate was 2%. Nobody seems to think it's that anymore. They think it's less. But the arguments, whether it's half a percent or one percent, you've got some people saying it's zero, which I uh, to which I say, you know what, as a matter of as a matter of theory, I don't think zero. I don't think it can be zero. I think it has to be positive. But if it's one, if it's half percent or one percent, that's fine. So take the take where we are right now. The Fed funds rate is at three and three quarters to four percent. President Mester says we're just about entering the restrictive territory, which means we're going to go above that neutral rate. That means for her that she's either assuming that the inflation rate they're trying to get back to or the underlying inflation rate is above 3 to 3, 3%, or she thinks that the real rate of return is like a half percent or even less. Um, she shares that view with some of the other members of the Fed, but there are others who think it's still one or even maybe a little above one. So anyway, she says that, and she gets she gets some feedback from uh, and, and and an additional question from Sarah Eisen. She's the she's the interviewer on this, uh, and she continues. This is cut number two, please. Right now, I'm, we're in the process of preparing for the December mm-hmm. um, FOMC meeting. And the December meeting, well, there'll be another set of projections. I do think we have to get into restrictive territory. My view is that we're just basically entering restrictive territory. And then we'll have to see, right? So we need, mm-hmm. we need to bring rates up um, further, I believe. And we said that in our last FOMC statement at our last meeting in early November, that we expected it, the, the Fed funds rate will have to move up further. But then we have to be judicious about sort of evaluating and letting the economy tell us, you know, is inflation indeed moving down um, in a timely way or do we have to even move rates higher? Well, if you look at the data that came out this week, and remember, this was Monday, so she doesn't have that durable goods report. She doesn't have the house price report. She doesn't have she doesn't have that information. By next Friday, she'll have the November jobs report, and she will have a she'll have you know some she'll have some additional information. Suppose I'm right, and the economy looks like it's still going to grow at two percent. I'm going to assume that on the 14th of December, the Fed is going to do what the market's telling them they're ready for, which is a 50 basis point increase. I would. I would personally prefer that they go 75 right now because to me, to me, three and three quarters to four percent is barely restrictive. I actually don't think it is very much. And I usually rely on a simple rule that says you need you need to raise the interest rate two times the deviation of the inflation rate from its from its from its uh, target. 
So if the inflation rate is running at 3% and your target is 2%, you need to get to at least 4 if you think the if the if you think it the real inter, the current expected inflation rate the underlying inflation rate she says it's barely it's just barely restrictive if you think it's more like three and a half that's where I say you've got to get to at least five and you have to actually get above five indeed i'm not i I had a recording of it but it's not of good quality and I didn't want to ask I didn't want to ask um we talked about this a little bit last week, but uh, the Jim Bullard speech in Louisville. But President Bullard from the St. Louis Fed, his speech indicated that they were talking about five to seven percent. And Sarah Eisen brings that up, and she's like, and 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 Mester just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she wasn't going there at all. But what I thought was super interesting was this last little bit. Uh, and and it just shows up. They edited out whatever she said after this. They they you can almost it, it's almost a hard cut that CNBC put in. Listen to this. Just a very short cut number three. So you talk about this shift in in the way you're thinking about interest rate increases now that we're in restrictive territory, which I think translation to the market is okay. Fifty in December, twenty five, twenty five until the Fed Fed sees progress. Is that is that right? Is that the right way to interpret well, that? I mean, I think we can slow down from the 75. And that was it. We didn't edit that. They did. I think we can slow down from the 75. That was popping corks in Wall Street. That made everybody really happy. Because if Mester's saying we can slow from 75, hmm then chances are most everyone's going to want to slow from 75 as well. We'll have additional examples of that coming up here in just a few moments on the King Bangin Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from The Biz 1440 and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for just $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. Call The Biz 1440 today at 651-405-8800. 
That's 651-405-8800. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Bangy Show. The Biz 1440. My parents had one of those old hi-fi stereos that doubled as a cabinet. So there's a there's a lid you lift, and inside under the lid is the turntable, and the speakers built into this cabinet that's next to it. I played tons of Jethro Tull when they were out on that. So that was one of the very first albums. Aqualung was one of my very first albums growing up. Anyway, 651-289-4477, number call questions and comments here on the show. So I've been, uh, I tweeted to you on on uh, on Wednesday, I tweeted uh, to you at the hashtag pound KBRS. Um, my, I basically took out all, uh, all a scan of my highlighting of the Federal Reserve minutes from their meeting on November 1st and 2nd. So they released the minutes three weeks after the event and you can go, you can go read the entirety of it. Um, and what I did was just, just highlight what they said. It was interesting. So a few things from that. I'm not going to read all of all of my t- Twitter feed, but I just retweeted it. You can go, you can go uh, find it if you wish. My hashtag at Banyan Show. KBRS is our hashtag. My handle at Banyan Show. My account on Twitter. Um, and yes, I I couldn't possibly care less who owns Twitter right now. I just I'll, I'll stay there, and I'm not leaving for another. I'm not leaving for another uh, site. Um, I, I, I mean, Mastodon is a, an extinct breed, so why would you go there? Um, anyway, the federal open market. So the re- the reason I read the minutes is not so much for the statement of what did the Fed official say, because you know that by now. But there's a staff there. The Federal Reserve hires approximately 400 Ph.D. economists. Okay. And they do, and many of them work in the D.C. office as staff economists, and they prepare forecasts about the state of the economy. One of the things they do is that they survey uh, market participants who do business with the Federal Reserve's open market desk in New York. And their survey includes, what do you think we're going to be doing with the Fed funds rate in the next meeting? And so the markets, so they report that 50 basis points is the survey participants' expectation. Uh, most market respondents uh, in, viewed a 50%, 50 basis point increase in the target range of the Fed funds rate at December is the most likely outcome. That was a signal to me, had you known that before you were reading what was going on in the market, you'd have then realized this is what the Fed's working toward. If they wanted to get market participants to go to 75, would they be saying the kinds of things that that uh, President Mester said Monday on CNBC? My answer is no, they would not. Um, but so they're kind of caught in this this area between sort of a rock and a hard place of whether or not there's whether or not the Fed's, how much faster the Fed's going to go. Robert Heller, Bob Heller, was a, was a Fed governor uh, some time ago, now retired, and he was uh, speaking on, uh, speaking on uh, Fox Business on Tuesday, and he had this to say, cut number four. I agree with those numbers, and the money supply is something that I carefully watch. The Federal Reserve, unfortunately, doesn't watch it at all anymore. 
And the money supply shows that the past uh, exuberance is over. When the money supply was growing at 25% in 2000, 2020, 2021, uh, those days are over. And therefore, the good news is that inflation will also come down as we get into the recession. So he's expecting a recession. The uh, staff economists in the minutes say that the chance of a recession in the first half of 2023 is about 50-50. It's a little more negative than I am. But it's kind of what's to be expected. And what's fascinating about the minutes is they don't even say anything about the growth rate of the money supply. There is zero discussion of the money supply growth rate in the minutes of the Federal Reserve. Let's play more Heller, cut number five. So far, they are not overdoing it. I would say that the interest rates right now are not restrictive yet. They're roughly neutral uh, as far as the Fed funds rate is concerned. And that's the instrument that the Federal Reserve uses right now to steer the economy. So they may even have a little bit more ways to go on the Fed funds rate, tightening further uh, to achieve their goal. But a guy like Heller would say, if you're, if the rate of growth of the money supply has come down to 4%, we could, in fact, perhaps not have to raise rates quite so fast because all the work that you need to do is being done by the slower growth of that rate. I disagree with that. I actually think we need a little bit of a negative growth to money supply. Um, it needs to be coming here in the next few moments, uh, uh, next few uh, uh, months, uh, or else you'll continue to have the inflation rate grow because of that big bulge that happened previously. But between Heller and Mester and the speeches that we're seeing otherwise, I, I think the, it's clear that they're going to slow down. The question is whether it's 50, 25, 25, or 50 and 50, and then maybe an extra 25 on top. Don't know. But we'll talk more about that right after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Every day... The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex. Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. 
Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. The Biz 1440. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.